everybody. Bob for here in the chilly snake pit of Columbus, Ohio. Elliott has the first down and more. And Elliott's going to have a touchdown. Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Stroud in trouble. And Stroud is sacked again. Oh, go. There's nothing quite like the game. Michigan versus Ohio State. The game of the day. The game of the year. The game of the decade. Call it what you will. This is the rivalry. Sponsored by Elevated Integrity Construction. This is the Rivalry Podcast. Jace, JP, everything Michigan and Ohio State football related. Big shout out to our sponsor, Elevated Integrity Construction. If you are doing a home build, church build, not only do they do the construction, they also do the design elements. So if you want something that's going to leave a legacy, go with integrity. It's elevatedintegrity.com. Elevatedintegrity.com. We are grateful to our friends there for their sponsorship. All right. So we have got uh, Michigan, Ohio state, but before we do that, we're going to break the ice with a little bit of a wheel route, by the way, make sure you subscribe wherever you are getting your podcast. However you're listening or watching. Thank you for that. Be sure to tell a friend, make sure we get this in front of more eyes and ears. Wow. Super official. Wheel yeah. route here. Yeah, there we go. We got Spin it. that wheel. Wow. Let's see it. What do we have this week? Exciting times. Upset. Oh, no. it juked me a little Favorite bit. That was, that was definitely that was definitely uh, upset. Looked like Colorado State trying to tackle Blake Corum. That's exciting. Favorite player past present. Uh, I guess on on your team. So I guess go go with Ohio State. Well, and let's I, let's go present. Let's go I'm present actually, day. I'm not even I'm not even going to Ohio State. So what okay, I have because cool. great. I, Why I would thought, we? It's the rivalry podcast. Why would we do something about to, it's Ohio easy. State? It's easy to pick your favorite player from your own team. So I wanted to go a little separate. My favorite player between Hawaii or Arkansas State <laughs> is this former can't be real. quarterback goat Colt Brennan. Wow. From the un, they went twelve and zero that year. Yeah, didn't he was they? a 13 stud. Know, something like that, that dude was so good. Yeah. Uh, he's no longer with the team and Hawaii is now absolutely terrible, but sure. That's a, that's a great pick. That's a great pick. Um, I guess to spice it up, I'll do, I'll do favorite player currently on Ohio state just to make things a little okay. interesting. Is it none of them? <laughs> it is. How long um, did this take for you? Man, to find? man, I, I'll say for right now, I'll say Tommy Eichenberg. Okay. Just be, just because Respect. he had, and we'll, and we'll talk about that later, but just because he had such a phenomenal game, in a game where you had something to prove on the defensive side of the football for Ohio state. Um, that's, that's the type of guy that you forget it. That it's Ohio state with me for a second, Michigan fans. That's the type of guy you want on your team when you have something to prove someone who steps up in the big moments and makes a play because that that's what it took to get the job done. we'll talk about that here in a second. So uh, I feel like I need yeah, to shower. You, yeah, now. That I, was, I was disgusting. Say, how did that feel? And that's recorded too. I so we have podcast. that not only in audio, but video form. So you can't even listen to the audio. I and hate say this it podcast wasn't. a lot sometimes. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to start things off with Michigan. 
I have so many questions. What questions do you have? They Um, won by a thousand. Yeah, I mean, it it went about as everybody expected. You know, beating Colorado State 51 to 7. The defense, I thought maybe would take a step back. That just wasn't the case at all. Everybody, they said everybody eats. Seven sacks, 11 tackles for loss, an interception thrown in there. But my question for you, and I want to hear your thoughts on the game. I know where this is going, and I, (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. The quarterback, Kate yeah, McNamara, there it is. <laughs> there it is. After the game, was asked his thoughts. And I, I think some of this is just people reading a little bit too much into it. But I want to hear your thoughts. I have. It's kind of a two-part question. Okay. So his, his official quote it's was like him ACT saying... It's like the over here. It goodness. Was, uh, it was kind of a thing when he was asked about Harbaugh not choosing a definite starter. And he said, yeah, it's kind of a thing that I wasn't expecting. By the end of camp, I thought I had my best camp and put myself in a good position. So... I think they the article I read was saying that he says he's unhappy. I don't read it as that. As just an outside fan, I think any athlete wants to be the starter. They want I think that's they, it. especially when they feel like they were good. What else is he supposed to say? But my questions to you, Jace, your initial thoughts on that response, but then unbiased opinion. <laughs> don't, you're going don't in, make me you're pick favorite into, kids. You're going into week two. Yeah. Who do you want as the starting quarterback for the Michigan Wolverines? Okay, so th- there's there's a lot in there. So I agree. I think that's a fair assessment on Cade. No, I think here's what I want to believe and what I think is probably happening. He's going to be asked that question. That is a really difficult question to answer for exactly what you just said. No athlete is going to say, no, I don't think I should start at all. In fact, I had a terrible <laughs> fall. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. No one's going to say that. Um by the same token, though, I, it, it left. I, I felt like it could have been more clear because it definitely felt it almost felt a little bit whiny. And I'm not saying that it was, but it kind of yeah. got the. You can read into anything when someone says that's the decision coach went with. Um, hey, like I felt like I had a really good fall camp. I was surprised by it, but that's not my call. That could go either into the whining camp or it can be. That's just the reality. And I'm going to choose to believe this kid is the, as was the starting quarterback for what's now the defending big 10 champions. He's still in a quarterback one battle to start again this year. Um, he knows he didn't have the best game against Colorado state. It wasn't bad. Just wasn't terribly impressive. It was pretty pedestrian. Um, I guess what, yeah. What do you want him to say there? And so I feel like it's a lot of just, that's the reality. Um, and he's the kid is also a captain. I have a hard time believing he's coming out of Colorado state as a team captain <laughs> complaining about the fact that he's not the starter. I just, I, I feel like he, it may be a lot of pressure on himself. Yeah. It's unconventional. Um, it, it, it maybe was surprising, but I don't, I'm not going to read too much into it unless he gives me more reason to read too much into it. I don't love it because I felt like it could have been more clear. Second part of the question is, well, Harbaugh's already said JJ starting against Hawaii. That's the whole thing, right? So it's Cade with JJ playing. That's going to be JJ with Cade playing uh, right right now. It's JJ's job to lose. If you, anybody who watched the game watched the, I mean, from the, it's not like, Oh, it was garbage time. And JJ came in. Cade struggled on the very first drive. Yeah. I mean, he finished. He, one, looked, he was nine of 18 yeah. for only a buck 36, which is, it's pedestrian is the only word I can come up. Colorado state. You expect bigger numbers. Well, and he looked like, and again, you maybe were reading into this, but it looked to me like he knew that the competition was fierce from JJ and he tried to do too much and he got in his own head. That's what it looked like to me. JJ looked calm, cool, collected. 
Dude is fast. Yeah, I mean. Dude is fast. Dude comes in four for four, only for 30 yards. But, I mean, he was accurate. Three rushing attempts, 50 yards, and a touchdown. I mean. The offense just looked like, and we saw little glimpses of this last season, too, um, where the offense just looked like it clicked better. And it looks to me like he took a step beyond where he was naturally right but beyond just hey he's talented but he's kind of sporadic all over the place there were a few plays you know last year where he would just run around like crazy in the backfield he looks calm cool collected he's electric um i think it's his job to lose now that being said let's look at hawaii coming up here it goes hawaii is a terrible football team oh absolutely atrocious if you thought colorado state was bad oh you're gonna love hawaii it's kind of like when I don't know if your parents were like this growing up. We can't afford Fruit Loops, but we can afford I'm Fruity proud, Circle O's. I'm a proud Mountain Holler drinker for life. Mountain Holler, and then if you go way in the back, Hill Yell yes. is in there too. <laughs> ah, yes. It's just fantastic. So that's kind of what I'm looking at with Colorado State to Hawaii. So will you learn anything? Maybe, maybe not. But Cade's going to get a chance to play against Hawaii, too. So it's not like, oh, one guy got a weaker opponent. Everybody's going to get a chance to play against Hawaii. Well, and frankly, and I'll I'll throw this out there and we can move on. But for a team like Michigan that has struggled at the quarterback position over the last few years, obviously back during the Rich Rod era and the Brady Hoke era and the beginning of, of Harbaugh's tenure, credit to Jim Harbaugh and the recruiting because the quarterback from a depth perspective I think it's as deep as anybody in the country. Oh yeah, it's solid. Bowman and Orgy and McCarthy and McNamara. I mean, any of those guys could start at a Division One school. Not all at the same school, but at, at any yeah, Division yeah. school. You know, so I, I think that's a good sign. Um, there's not much to say about the game against Hawaii. It, it's going to be a beatdown. It's in prime time at eight o'clock on Big Ten. Just Network, what everybody so wanted. If you want to stay up past midnight watching Michigan trounce Hawaii, you can. Which we will. We because will. we love college football. Absolutely. Uh, I've got it sixty-three to ten. Okay. I just, I just, it's not going to be close. Hawaii is very bad. I, I have kind of a similar takeaway from you. I, I read the quote from Cade and I thought the same thing. What is this guy supposed to say yeah. in that situation? I think I see his point of view. He's the defending Big Ten champion. He was the starter for most of last year. Like he's a captain. How can you not name that guy a starter? But I also watched JJ McCarthy play yeah. and I go, <laughs> Cade. We gotta, we yeah. gotta be yeah. realistic here, dude. Like, it's great that you checked down yes. Yes. every play, but sometimes you gotta throw the ball forward. Yes, and I think McCarthy showed us exactly what everybody already knew. He took a step in that maturity factor, and he just showed what I think everybody already knew that he is the guy that you want to give the keys to and just let go. And that's hard. It's it's a tough spot. We talked about it last week on the podcast. Where how do you? take away a starting job for a guy that has done the job and done what right. you asked him. I mean, he's done everything you want. Yeah. He's, he's won games. He's beat Ohio state. He won a big 10 championship. He doesn't, he's not a bad player. He, it's not like the other members of no, the team are doing no, anything. Goodness. So it's tough to bring it down. I don't think you could also tell a lot. The one thing I hate about these games early in the year is they're exciting. You know, you're going to win barring an Appalachian state mishap 15 years um, ago it was all over twitter and i could not escape it but it's it's 
it's those games where you you try not to read too much into those because the level of competition is so drastically different and that's the same thing going into hawaii i mean man i have never <laughs> seen i don't know if it says anything worse about the mountain west western division that hawaii is zero and two and they are losing games they lost to vanderbilt you heard that right vanderbilt 63 to 10 they what? gave up 63 points to vanderbilt and then lost 49 17 against western kentucky and they are still in first place in the western division of the mountain west that is yikes unbelievably bad by the way as a side note talk to your kids about an undefeated vanderbilt talk to your kids about undefeated yes. vanderbilt while you can because it won't last but they're two and zero, and that's oh, that's man. exciting but that is just absurd to me. That that sticks out widely to me that they are getting blown out in their first two games. Their quarterback hasn't even thrown a touchdown this year. He's got four interceptions on the year. They are just Man, not I gave good. him ten points too. Yeah, you gave him you gave him ten points. <laughs> Give me I, your wild prediction. My prediction is sixty three nothing. I think Michigan's defense. Good. Showed exactly who they are. They proved some of the doubters. Not saying Michigan's defense was going to be bad, but I think some people expected them to fall off and downgrade a little bit, and I didn't see that at all. Yeah. Granted, it was against Colorado. I was going to say competition matters. Competition does matter, but I think Hawaii is bad as they are. The Michigan offense is just so explosive. I, I you're going to be able to go to bed at a reasonable hour. Yes. If that's the starters were in all <laughs> game, they would probably break a hundred, but because they'll slow it down, say they won't. Amir. Is Say they won't give. break 100 right now. It's not just a game, it's the game. You're listening to The Rivalry. By the way, on Twitter at RivalPod, uh, you retweet this episode with a score prediction. You could win a $25 gift card to Chick fil A on Twitter at RivalPod. Make sure you do that. Speaking of defense, let's talk about Ohio State. This is here's let me posing a question to you okay, as Ohio State beats Notre Dame. I think we know who our quarterback is. I think is it Kyle McCord? <laughs> it is. Okay. Uh couple I have a question about the Ohio State defense because all that I have heard after the game was, wow, what a hire to get Jim Knowles. My goodness, what an amazing defense. And again, I gave credit to Tommy Eichenberg at the yeah, beginning of the yeah. podcast. I am not ready to say, man, Ohio State's defense is just lights out and fixed. Notre Dame has a new starting quarterback, a new starting running back, and their top wide receiver didn't play in the game. And Ohio State trailed that game for half of it. Ryan Day went into this whole thing about it's a, you know, it's a top. We fixed some things. It's a top five win. That's huge. It's a 17 half sp- point spread, my guy. Mm-hmm. That is the same spread that Alabama at Texas opened as this week. By the way, that's now up to 20. But it's the same. It's like Alabama struggling most of the game with Texas and then bragging about it. I'm not impressed by that. Notre Dame does not have a good offense. What did you learn about the Ohio State defense? What's your take on that? I do think that they took a step up. I am not willing to jump on board the Jim Knowles train yet and say, man, they just looked incredible. I think Notre Dame being number five in the nation clouds a lot of people's mind. I'm with you. I And I said it last week. They're like Their entire offense was essentially new and young coming into a very hostile Ohio Stadium 
it's going to be it was going to be a tough game regardless yeah, yeah. and i think a lot of that although i will say notre dame's quarterback surprised me with his poise i he thought did, yeah he, play, he played very he played their well. offense played very conservative which i kind of expected with throwing in some new young guys in there it kept him in the game the one thing i will say Ohio State didn't have Fleming. They also didn't have Smith and Jigba for a majority of the game, yeah, which we'll I think hurts. Um, I also – I do think Notre Dame's defense is as good as it was advertised. I still I agree. I think I agree. So I think you got to take that into account. You lose two of your top receivers early. It's the very first game. There's going to be a little bit of rust always when you're playing a high-caliber talent team. And then I also think Notre Dame's just got a good defense. Offensively – they were what we thought. I think yeah. nobody expected them to put up 20 plus points against Ohio state. So I, I think, I think it's fair to say that, that we're probably on the same page, even as you know, being a Ohio yeah, state yeah. guy to go, is the defense I, good? Maybe. That, that's kind of my conclusion. Yeah. I'll wait and see by like mid year when they get into we, the Wisconsin. Wisconsin stuff comes like to that. town at the end of September. And that might be the one that tells you. Yes. I think right now it's safe to say they improved. I'm not ready to go ahead and say, man, they've got a top offense and top yeah, defense yeah, yeah. and they're going to be in the national championship in the playoffs. And I'm not ready to say any of that yet. I've got to see more. Even Jim Knowles after the game said like we were pretty basic and I kind of, <laughs> I kind of hated that because I'm like, oh, I was a top five matchup and you, probably should have done as much as you could and <laughs> yeah but I, I i think the on the offensive side i think it is important to mention fleming was out he was a game time decision uh smith and jigbo was also out took a a hit to the head which again if you understand targeting please tweet at rival pod because i i do not i don't think anybody does i do not whatsoever. understand it that's all i'll say on that um even as a michigan man i'm watching that going i, I mean if he's in concussion protocol because he got hit in the head like, I, I, I just, I don't know. But uh, Ryan Day said that they are evaluating him. They're not sure if he'll be good to go this week. Frankly, if I'm Ohio State, I probably don't play him this week. You've got Arkansas State, who won two games last year. Hey, the Red don't, Wolves are coming. Don't risk the dude getting injured, taking a weird hit. Let him rest. Yeah, you, you don't need there's him. There's no need for him or <laughs> Fleming, honestly, to come into this game and play. Let them get the extra week to recover, get themselves right, and then you'll see. I, I will say this, though. Despite missing the receivers, I was not impressed with C.J. Stroud. I'm not surprised it, to hear you say that. Well, and Grant, again, Stroud is one of my least favorite Ohio State players. I, for a number of reasons, I thought his comments were soft after the game. I thought his comments about not winning the Heisman were terrible. I just, I'm not a fan. Um, and I don't, I don't want to berate student athletes or anything like that, but this is a football podcast from a football standpoint. I don't care for him. That being said, th- he's wildly talented, but I just did not see it. This is a game where again, you trailed half the game, whether you've got Fleming and Njigba or not, You've still got some wild, talented offense. Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to make those plays. If you are a championship caliber quarterback, if you are a Heisman contender the way that you you, you propose to be, you purport to be, I got to see that in those big moments when you, those are the type of Heisman moments that you need to have. I did not see that from him. Am I, am I being a homer? Am I, am I off base? No, I would say, I would say your assessment is fair in a sense. I look at his stats, except for where it's trash, except for (laughs) every part of it. Um, I look at his stats, 24, 34, 223, two touchdowns, no interceptions. It was a very clean and basic game from him. 
I, I still think you got to give him a little credit. It was against a top five team in the nation with a very, very good defense. He didn't make mistakes in the second half. He was making some incredible throws in tight pockets that I think showcase just what talent he actually has i would go on on board with what you're saying though of when you're talking a heisman level these are the games where you can't just get away with doing a clean basic game right you can't it was a very Cade mcnamara game he didn't do enough he didn't do i anything. hate how fair that is <laughs> he didn't do, I absolutely hate how he didn't do anything to lose is. the game yeah but i wouldn't say that he was the reason that we won the game now i think I'm, a, a combination of the de- the defense well that's what the whole point is is yeah. to get you riled up <laughs> But I think he did enough to solidify the win. He showed some basic leadership capabilities in yeah. leading that offense down. And I think he did just enough. But like you said, when you're talking Heisman, I'm expecting 300-plus yards, three touchdowns, some more electric plays. You just, you, and it you, just wasn't. I want to see him, from that perspective, you want to see him make plays that will win you the game, not just not lose, yeah. when you are 17-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Like you, you just have to, um, I did, I threw this out at rival pod and I, I think I upset a few people and that's okay. But the last drive was beautiful by Ohio state. And my comment was, as they run the ball for 95 yards, they Hassan Haskins, Oof. Notre Dame. That's hard to say. I mean, Hassan, they Hassan Haskins, Notre Dame. And I was like, Oh man, they've learned something from that. <laughs> that was exciting. That, I wish Notre Dame had tried more of that because I think they would have been a little more successful. But man, but I, again, uh, credit to to Ohio State. At the end of the day, you got the win. It doesn't really matter how pretty it was. I have my concerns. I have said my piece, but you still won a top five football game. And I think it shows a lot at the end of the day. Trailing at half, you go up, and now you, the second half was just complete dominance. I mean, the fact that they could have easily went into halftime, head hanging low, man. Because you know they all know they oh, were yeah. seventeen and a oh, half yeah. points. Every it's it's dumb if they try to say they don't. Everybody in that locker room knew they yeah. were favored by a massive amount, and to come out and be that laser focused, and it was like a completely new team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, agree to shut them out hold them to so little yardage the entire second half half i forget what it was in uh, the second half but they outgained them much but they outgained them it was like 200 or 300 something yards to like 70 i mean the i the thing i took away and i guess we can leave it at this was going out of that it would have been old ohio state 2021 ohio state would have counted themselves out of that game and i don't know if they come back and win yeah that defense would have cracked yeah they would have cracked but this defense came out and they played their butts off and the offense came out and said we know what we can do and let's go out there and just execute and they did and i think that was my biggest takeaway is the halftime adjustments were actually made and there was a desire to come out there and win 59 to nothing is my prediction for saturday because i I don't know how else to preview arkansas state they went two and ten last year i think they beat central arkansas which is apparently a program that exists and louisiana monroe which okay, I think is Division Cajun. One. The Raging Cajun. No, 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 no. The oh, U- no, no, ULM, no. the Warhawk yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Anyway, they're bad. 50, 59 to nothing is um, the prediction. My prediction is 56 to 7. We're not even that far well, off on our we predictions. Are, well, we might not be far off on our predictions. It doesn't mean we're close because yes. we... We were terrible at predicting the Ohio State game. <laughs> uh, was absolutely awful. Congratulations to Haley uh, on Twitter. Uh, Twenty-one to seven, Ohio State is what she picked. Zero idea how she came up with Whatever that. Whatever you know, 
And however you know it, if you want to share that with us in the future, that would be much appreciated. Uh, Your chance to win, again, $25 Chick-fil-A gift card this week on Twitter at RivalPod. Just retweet this episode. Put a score prediction for Ohio State game, Michigan game, both, whatever, and uh, you've got a chance to win as well. JP, Rutgers to the Rose Bowl before we close out. You are repping the... uh, Is that home field also? It is home field. Not a sponsor, but if they want to, you are welcome to. Uh, Rutgers to the Rose Bowl. A win. A win on the road at BC. The Gavin Wimsat era is here. And and not even that great. It was more like the Evan <laughs> Simon and Gavin Wimsat era. Um, kind of a hot mess. Nobody knew this, or at least I wasn't aware, that Noah Vidral was actually out with an injury, which was news to almost everybody. Um, Shiano playing it close to the best he there. He did. He did. He played it right up until game time. It was announced that he would not be starting. I thought, man, for sure, Wimsat's going to be the starter. We're going to go in there, get a whole full game, and they pulled a Michigan, and they split time between him and Evan Simon. Offense was just as bad as we thought it would be. I think our uh, Evan Simon was our lead passer with 67 yards. Big. How you win a football game Big. with 67 yards passing – Rucker somehow it's, did it's it. Big Ten football. Uh, it's the same way that Iowa beats South Dakota State seven to three. Oh, it was a field goal and two safeties. It was gross, but gross. I will say, and this doesn't mean Boston College is anybody to really like toot your own horn about. But when you're Rutgers, that's a key win. Shiano <laughs> starting each three, each of his first three years oh, here so with bad. a win. Rutgers is so bad. They are they are not great. They're one to know though. Hey, so one to know. So what's the percent chance of Rutgers to the Rose Bowl? Um, well, I'm gonna last go week, ahead. Let, let me say this first. Last week we said the chance was a hundred percent. I don't think that's how numbers work. But we're going to go. It's weird because my calculator says they're one and zero, and they're right up there with Ohio State and Michigan. So I've got them at still a hundred percent chance for this week because they are playing Wagner. And although it would be the most Rutgers thing in the world to lose to Wagner, I think this will be a game that I can actually watch and enjoy for once because they should hand Wagner a huge loss. I mean, that's it shouldn't even be close. They got Temple the week after they blew them out. They scored sixty points, which how Rutgers even score 60 points in a season baffles me (laughs) let alone in one game so i'm going even a week ahead i'm saying Rutgers is going to be three and oh going into iowa let's pump the brakes there uh games to watch this week besides michigan and ohio state and Rutgers. thank you if you want to watch them play wagner yes sure why wouldn't (laughs) you hawks uh noon kick alabama and texas that game will not be close, but I'm going to pretend. I am excited to I'm watch pretend Ewers, that it though. is. I am excited to watch Ewers against some a, a legitimate. Oh, I think it'll score. be fun. I think I think Ham Bijan Robinson. I think it'll be fun. Uh, if Texas, I mean, listen, hook them or whatever for now. Uh, for at least one day. Uh, Three thirty, Tennessee at Pittsburgh should be fun. Mark that one down. And then when Michigan starts blowing out Hawaii, you've got USC at Stanford at night. I, this is the way that you want college football to be structured. You want you want a game in each time slot that you can just watch and enjoy. Mm-hmm. So if Ohio state gets kind of crazy, which it will Alabama, Texas is there. You've got something at three 30 to kind of, while you do yard work and stuff, yeah, and while prep you for get the, the chores cap. done before exactly. it's late and you want to watch the actual good stuff. USC at Stanford. They're on the farm while Michigan's playing Hawaii. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> it's going to be a good time again on Twitter at rival pod. Retweet this episode. You've got an opportunity to win $25 Chick-fil-A gift card. JP, any final thoughts? Uh, I've got an upset for you this week. It is Florida over Kentucky. Hot take. Wow.
Florida with a big win over Utah as I know. well. I, and we didn't get to talk about it on the podcast last week, but I actually had them upsetting them. I'm sure you did. So I'm sure you did. I believe. Go Gators. Is that the thing now? Sure. Yeah. Enjoy the games. The Rivalry is a production of River Radio Ministries. Want live updates from the show? Follow us on Twitter at RivalPod for live tweets, score predictions, contests, and more. And make sure to follow us wherever you're listening now for new episodes every Wednesday. And if you like what you're hearing, tell a friend so they can listen too.